Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the leaked images of raid armor and how they're reskins. I want to make a video about this. I know Dylan did respond. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now. So click that link below, twitch.tv slash say no to rage as a way to come in and hang out with us and submit questions or be part of these discussions. Now, the reason that I want to make this video is I know that Dylan is going to respond. He said they're at PAX when they get back. They're going to have more information about this. So keep in mind, I'm recording this on September the 2nd in the morning. I shuffled some of my videos so this can go live on September the 3rd in the morning. And I bumped back my raid wishlist video. People are already commenting on my raid wishlist video saying, oh, there's reskin armor. Keep in mind with the way I create my content, I try to get the relevant stuff on YouTube as fast as I can. But the difficulty is information comes out in unpredictable fashions, and I didn't know this was going to happen. I didn't know they were going to have raid armor leaked at PAX. So keep in mind, if they come back and have answers to this, and this hits YouTube, you're like, why are you making this video? They've not said anything yet. So wh- number one, I'm going to talk about how this is a valid concern. This is a valid concern. People are dismissing this and saying it doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. I think it's a valid concern to see raid armor as a, as a reskin. Number two, I'm going to give you my theory on what What's going on? I actually have a pretty good theory that should calm you down. I think it's actually a good thing. And then lastly, we're going to be waiting for more info. What do I think about that? Before I get into the actual points, if you're like, what the frick is Lono talking about? There were leaked images from PAX of the raid armor, and Dylan did confirm this is raid armor. This isn't like a rumor. There's images of the raid armor, and it is Eververse armor sets from the Osiris DLC. Osiris had Eververse sets that looked very Vex. Uh, they looked very much like Vex robots and stuff. I'm going to try and get it up here on the screen for you guys so you can see exactly what we're talking about. I believe it would be in Factions, and then I would scroll over. I actually can't remember. I'm going to look at chat uh, to help me with this so I don't pull up the wrong armor set. I can't remember where it is. We're going to have it on screen in a moment, but people saw these images, and it's just reskin stuff from the Eververse from Osiris's DLC. They got really, really angry. They took to the forums, they took to Reddit, and they're like, you shouldn't be giving us you shouldn't be giving us reskinned anything for raid armor. You should be giving us brand new stuff. It's the Omega Mechanus in factions for the hunter. That's what you're looking for. So if you're listening to the audio version, you're looking for the Omega Mechanus, which is this right here, uh, I believe, which is not even a full set of armor. Um, that's kind of curious to me, uh, but let's, I think it's a little bit easier when you look at the, at the other characters and not just the hunter. Yes, here you go. This is the easiest one to make the point. The Omega Mechanist helmet, uh, for the Titan. It's very clearly Vex inspired. This is getting reskinned in the raid. It's all busted up and rusty. Okay. So let's talk about this. Why is it a valid concern? This is a valid concern because raid loot's kind of sucked for a while. My raid wish list, that's the number one thing that I put out there. I said there needs to be a full overhaul of raid loot. There should be much, much better guns. There should be there should be better intrinsic perks on everything. That is that's just how it should work. That is how it should work. Oh, there are full sets. I just don't have them all. I figured they would be grayed out here. I'm sorry. So I think it's a totally valid concern. It's totally valid to be like, dude, we've been asking for better raid armor since like probably like I would say Leviathan. There's a couple good guns in there. We've been asking for better stuff, intrinsic perks and better stuff. And you're going to give us reskins. Like I, I think it's a totally valid criticism to come from the community. I don't want to dismiss it. A lot of people are like, oh, only 10% of the community raids anyway. Who cares? Now, Paul Tassi was kind of like, if this was a low bandwidth decision 
where they're they're like, well, less people run raids, let's give all the best stuff to where most of the community lands. He's like, I could see them doing that. It's still a bit of a blow to hardcore raiders. Hang with me though, I'm going to give you my theory in a minute about what I think is going on. Putting these in there, I think is is frustrating if they put better guns in the raid i'll probably give them a pass I'm like oh no big deal you can give me reskinned ar- reskinned armor all you want if you're giving me uh better guns but i'm gonna give you my theory now because people in chat are like this sucks there's no excuse blah 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 all right here's my theory okay i don't have a picture of it in the in this in this video but i'm gonna describe it to you okay the pictures we saw of this helmet it was covered in rust it was covered in rust and okay it had a glow ornament attached to the back of it all right now let me make my case the only place in all of destiny 2 we have ever seen reskinned year one armor that's all busted up with ornaments and glows attached to it is the solstice armor the solstice armor starts with reskin destiny 2 year one armor that's the base armor it looks all busted up and you can apply glows to that armor right away okay solstice armor also lets you level it up you can level it up and it changes it looks different it looks it, it changes in its appearance it gets better as you go it doesn't just get cleaned up it looks completely different there's three versions of the solstice armor Solstice armor doesn't just lose its old feel, it completely changes. I believe that that is what the raid armor is going to do. People in chat are saying it's shining, it's bronze. I thought it looked all rusted and busted up. It looked like it was kind of like dingy. It looked, because there were parts of it that looked like it was like even scratched and scraped. Uh, And if you go back, after the very, very first time they put Solstice armor in the game, when I went on Fireteam chat, I said... I would love it if raid armor did this if you could level it up in its appearance you get it it's green it's kind of busted looking and then you level it up in appearance Bungie could have said hey it'd be really easy to add depth to the raid gear by reusing old base like reusing old armor sets to uh, you know I've seen the side by side Chevy uh, you know that we, we could re- reuse old armor sets to bolster the, the the raid loop make it have more depth make it have more that's going on because you know there's a lot of people that have said they've wanted uh they've they've wanted to have more depth to the raid gear intrinsic perks maybe they level up and get more perks as you level them up so that's my theory again the only place in destiny 2 where they've reused old gear and had it look kind of old as well as having ornaments on it was solstice I believe that's what's going to be happening in the raid. Again, we're going to get more information this week from Dylan about this. So waiting for more info is kind of the last section of this talk here. These shots, I believe, were not even meant to be seen. Okay? Not even meant to be seen. It, it was a it was a accident. Some of them have placeholder names. Someone in chat saying something that might end up in the, my comments. The glow ornament could be from the new activity like you get from the nightfalls or the raids. No, it's a physical like extension to the helmet. You can actually look at it. It's got like vex lines in it. It's not just like a glow from nightfalls or something. Okay, so we, we have to wait for more information. My thought would be since these were not even meant to be seen, these screenshots were not meant to be taken. You can tell they're kind of like taken with a phone real secret. Like somebody basically what broke the rules. As far as I can tell, they got placeholder names. 
I think the reason they can even say two things, yes, that's the raid armor, Dylan confirmed it is in fact the raid armor, and number two, we have more information forthcoming, kind of confirms and gives more grounding to my theory that they didn't want this stuff to be seen, and they're going to come up and be like, listen, the raid armor is changing, we wanted to give you guys that solstice level up feel, and we wanted it to feel like a, oh, this armor is going to be leveled up. I, I couldn't get a picture of the raid gauntlets this morning from somebody. Somebody saying the, the blue glow is also on the Titan raid gauntlets. I didn't get a look at them to like really bolster my point even more. So the fact that there's more info coming makes me hopeful that more is changing with raids. Now, we also saw pictures of the guns. We weren't really supposed to see. The guns look amazing. I'm a little worried because I saw I saw one of the guns roll with like very, very basic perks and nothing extra on the raid gun. That's concerning. Maybe at the very least, if they're going to add unique perks, they're going to add more power. Maybe they could add them to the curated rolls. At the very least, the guns look really, really cool from a thematic style. Like It reminds me of how King's Fall guns look super, super unique and very, very different. I was really, really appreciating, appreciating the aesthetic of the guns. But again, I'm going to go back to my raid wishlist video and say, these guns have got to be unique. They've got to have unique perks. They've got to be, they've got to be able to roll as a best-in-class weapon, at least make their curated rolls maybe powerful or unique in some way to bring back what we got in Fatebringer and Genesis Chain and a lot of the weapons from D1 that made raids worth grinding. The other thing that I'm hopeful for here is we have been asking for them to give us a reason to run raids more than three times a week. This is an exact context for them to do that. They could attach challenges and things to level up the armor in the raid to give you that sense of progress in the raid each week, even though you're running it, you know, only running it three times to get drops. I still think a better system for drops is non-powerfuls beyond three. I think that would be a really, really good system. If they don't do that, this is at least a baby step in that direction to say, hey, if you're going to run the raid more than three times a week, you're going to get a tangible benefit. You're going to upgrade your armor. It's going to look cooler. I don't know if they're going to actually give you you know, intrinsic perks to make them stronger, but this would be a perfect time for them to say, here's a reason to run a raid more than three times a week. So I'm hopeful. That's my theory. We'll wait to hear from them. As always, if you guys are listening to all this content, all the other places, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about the leaked raid armor, and it's a reskin. Uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now, so click the links below, uh, and you can probably catch me live. If this if these videos hit, and there's been answers from Bungie since then, just keep in mind, I record these on my channel, and they hit YouTube and the audio formats later. I know you guys like listening to the content, even if the relevancy of the content shifts sometimes, because Bungie puts out an update or answers some questions. They did say they were going to be giving us more information on this, so keep that in mind when these videos and, and uh, podcasts hit the feed. So let's jump right into the questions Lord of Time says do you think Vex Offensive will have non-failable mode then a heroic mode later no idea they haven't given us any information on it I don't know if Bungie's going to be introducing more like modes that cannot be failed Nightmare Hunt has three difficulty uh, settings 860, 920 and 950 that's the Adept, Hero and Legend difficulty settings those are brand new to Destiny in Shadowkeep it's not heroic it's literally just hero so these are brand new difficulty settings that uh, got put into the game and I don't know how they're going to implement those in something like Vex Offensive, will those difficulty settings be there? And will, like, let's just say for Nightmare Hunt, 
the two lower difficulty settings, 860 and 920, have matchmaking. Those difficulty settings are coming to Nightfalls. We have extrapolated from that that Nightfalls will then also have matchmaking on the two lower difficulties. Let's say they do the exact same thing in Vex Offensive. I mean, I could be okay with having one mode out of the bunch that's not failable. I mean, you can't really fail a Nightfall because there's no Extinguish. Um, We don't know if you can fail Nightmare Hunt. We don't know if you can fail Vex Offensive. A lot of content's not necessarily failable. I mean, you can fail the Forges, but once you're at level, if you fail a Forge in Black Armory, like, what the frick are you doing? Uh, you can fail Reckoning, but that's getting tuned tomorrow, uh, September the 3rd with the patch. So, I, I honestly don't know if they're going to want to keep digging in on the non-failable content everywhere or just some places. Because I personally think they could make all Adept Encounters not failable. Because that's 860. So if people are, you know, a month from now grinding content at 860 because that's just where they are, or they just like it, or they're just leveling up, I'm fine with saying, yeah, all, all adept content, all even all hero maybe, yeah, it's fine. It's not failable. But then once you get to 950, you got to start ratcheting things up more than just Delta. More than just Delta. I'm not saying bring an extinguish. I'm just saying make, make the timer, have timers maybe. So it actually is failable if you don't play well, if you don't synergize, um... Because I love the structure in Menagerie, but I don't think we want to copy-paste that every single place we go where your primary reward of playing well is just that you get done faster. JD Gamer. Hey, Lona, with Armor 2.0 coming out, what do you think Bungie can do to keep Xur relevant uh, through Year 3 in Destiny? Number one, the first thing I would do with Xur is I would say... He needs to start get, having a mechanic to empower me to go for different roles on armor. Because if you're going to be going for better stat roles or uh, on a particular exotic, then I need, a, I need a way to do that. Whether it's glass needles or, as I've said, I should be able to go to Xur and basically see the exotic collection. And when I look at that exotic collection, I should be able to mark something and say, I want to go and farm for Shards of Galanor. And when I buy that and that thing's active, then all bosses or something have a chance to drop. Um, they all have a chance to drop Shards of Galanor. So I'm farming for a better roll of shards. Something like that I think would be really, really good to make him maintain his relevancy all the time. Because you're always going to have people that want to get that exotic again that they've already gotten, but with a better roll. Um, so Vex offensive is a six man match made activity. If that's true, I feel like that's accurate. I feel like I read that, that it's a six man match made activity. Then that could be the, the menagerie non-failable event inside of, uh, the new, the new season. Eknor with the next question. My issue is that it's a reskin of the armor that's already in the game. If it wasn't an armor... Uh, if it was armor from D1, maybe Vogue, I'd have no problem. I'm hopeful about ornaments, but do you think more important thing is unique perks to D1 raid armor? Yeah, I mean, we were talking about that a little bit before the, the Q&A went live, because somebody in chat was basically like saying, I don't really care about raid armor, I don't care if it's a reskin, because if there's no intrinsic perks, then what the frick does it matter? Um, I've made the case that there should be intrinsic perks, and here's the case I've tried to make, okay? Number one, this is a pushback on people that make this into a mountain. Oh, if there's no intrinsic perks, screw raid armor. I, 
you know, okay, the, the perks were not amazing in D1. But that's also my pushback to Destiny, to Bungie being like, well, we don't want to put raid perks on the armor because that pigeonholes you into always wearing raid armor. That's not true either. I, I, I didn't run Wrath and feel like, oh my gosh, I just took off my chest piece and I'm running Starfire Protocol and holy frick, I'm dying all the time now because I don't have increased resilience when holding a charge. As I I described it earlier, it was like a sprinkling. Imagine sprinkling, you know, some seasoning on top of your food. It's nice. The meal isn't ruined if you don't season it with some of that. You know, it's a little little bit on there, right? It still tastes pretty good. Raid armor needs that. We need some of that sprinkled on there, you know? But sprinkle some of that on there. Give me me a little something-something when I'm in the raid, just so I have this semblance of, okay, you know... I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this I'm gonna get this this full set and when I get this full set it's gonna make some marginal difference in the raid and I think that's one of the dangers is they're like well if we give you too many benefits then you're gonna feel like you absolutely must run the raid armor uh, okay but you're doing raid mods and so then I feel like I have to use the raid mods I mean with here especially okay especially with this here's another reason I want to push back. They're giving us appearance changes. They're giving us a low-level version of transmog. That, to me, is a good enough reason to jettison this idea that you're pigeonholing players by putting, by putting intrinsic raid perks on, on raid gear. I, I can change the gear. If I don't like the way the gear looks, if I prefer another armor set, I can change the appearance. Now, not every armor set, sure. It's just the Eververse. But for frick's sake, man, there's a lot of Eververse sets that look absolutely baller. So if you get a pair of raid everything and you don't really like the way that it looks, but you like the perks, you got a lot of freedom in what that armor looks like come armor 2.0. You know, I just, I don't know. I... I don't agree with the philosophy of why they got rid of it. And I think that low-level transmog adds more adds more strength to my argument. It adds it adds way more strength. Uh, Man of the Moon with half a year of subs, six months. Thank you so much for keeping your Prime sub here. Uh, Snake Eyes says, isn't it a better idea to just put the VOG set in there? I, I don't dislike this idea. But I don't know how much better it would be received. There'd probably be more animate people on both sides. Oh my gosh, I love the Vogue set. Everybody stop complaining, you know? <laughs> stop complaining. I love the Vogue set, right? But then there'd be people like, why are we paying for armor that we had before? Like that, you'd still have people, you still have people, you know, angry. As I said in my theory, I think this picture really shows this is going to function like solstice armor solstice armor here's a nice little animation for you those of you watching the video it starts out as year one armor that's all busted up and then it changes in appearance as you leveled up this i think is coming to the raid armor sets i actually think they may even do this in iron banner they do this for a free event now, here's why I think this is easier than a lot of people are making. A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, Lono, that's more work. No, it's not, and I'll tell you why. Number one, they've added the appearance tab. So this is just an ornamental change that you do on the Solstice armor, right? If, if Solstice armor is maxed out, you can always change the ornament to go down to the green the, to the green version because it's an ornamental. The, the, the Solstice armor probably is what laid the groundwork to the appearance tab that we're getting in armor 2.0, okay? So 
given that reality I happen to think that what they're going to do is, is they're going to start doing this with other things Iron Banner, your base armor set in Iron Banner could be a reused a reused old piece of armor set you're like oh this is year one armor and it looks like crap yeah no worries the more you play Iron Banner you level up the gear and it's going to change in appearance if they're going to build a new armor set for Iron Banner in the raid they're already building it why not create more depth to the grind by saying hey we can reuse all these old armor sets yeah just make it the base level set the armor's already in the game that's what they did with Solstice Solstice is a free event what do we do well we can create an armor set how much life can we get out of that armor set oh I've got an idea let's use old armor sets as stepping stones within the armor I mean it's, it's, it's actually in some respects it's kind of brilliant getting more life out of their capital and I, I honestly think that what you're looking at right here this animation is how future pinnacle endgame armor set grinds are going to go I believe they're going to reuse the principle behind Solstice because they have so much unused armor in the game and that, that this is a great way to use it. And then if you really like those old armor sets, now that's also them saying, yeah, you can make that raid set look that way. If you really like the Curse of Osiris Eververse set, go for it. Make your armor set look like that if that's what you like. Uh, the Shadow of yours says, eight months of subs. Welcome back. Risey says, I love the new Battle Pass-like system. The fact that there is a whole new layer to the game uh, now, it gives me something to grind towards. Why are people speaking against it on Reddit? What are your thoughts? Okay, there's a couple levels that people are interacting with criticism on the Battle Pass Season Pass book. Now, the reason I call it a Battle Pass is because Season Pass can get confusing. Sometimes when a company says, hey, buy our Season Pass, that Season Pass covers like multiple DLCs. And that's not what Destiny's Season Pass is. Their Season Pass is literally a book that if you buy that season, you get the the premium rung. There is no... And that's why people don't like Battle Pass, because the Fortnite Battle Pass is free, but then you got to spend an extra money to unlock the bottom portion. That's not the way this Battle Pass works. Everybody gets the book, and if you buy that season, you get that bottom rung, and people are getting confused. So there's the confused people, okay? the confused people probably just need some information and they'll calm the frick down the confused people should probably make you know a better habit of not jumping to conclusions and jumping to ridicule and outrage when they don't have all of the uh, information the second thing okay the second rung these are the people that are either both they're either stupid or intentionally trolling or both okay and I'm not trying to be mean here, but there are people who are either stupid or they're intentionally trolling or probably a combination of both because trolls are usually pretty brain dead. All right. They're just manufacturing outrage about something with the with the battle pass that they know is a bankrupt position. They just want to complain. OK, it's literally extra stuff. The Battle Pass Season Pass is an extra thing for everybody. And if you're non-paying, they're giving you stuff they never did before. In the past, if you didn't buy Taken King, if you didn't buy Forsaken or Curse of Osiris, you didn't get any of the new stuff. You didn't get any of the new stuff. They're actually going above and beyond and saying, if you are a non-paying customer, we're just going to give you a, a very low-level grind for XP and gear every season, even if you don't spend a dime, okay? So you have the misinformed, you have the stupid, and then you have the trolls. Now, when you go above that, there are people that are attempting to make what they believe is a legitimate criticism of 
pay to win getting the exotic uh, you know, right away. They they believe it. They, they really think they're making a legitimate case, and they really try. They don't argue with hype, you know, hype hyperbole. They don't argue like a jerk. They're just like they're they're trying to make a sensible argument. These people are really trying very hard, but ultimately they're failing to make a very good case or a very good argument because there is literally no way you can make the case that an exotic is pay to win be, because you get it right away. That that, that doesn't make any sense. If you if you buy any of the previous seasons of content, there were plenty of exotics in there you couldn't get unless you owned the content, and then that wasn't pay to win. Just because you get it right away doesn't somehow jump the shark. And oh yeah, now it's pay to win. Okay, that's, that's not how it works. Now, all the way at the tippity top of this spectrum of people, right? Misinformed, stupid trolls. Now the people who are like really trying to make a good argument, but they're ultimately failing. There's all the people at the tippity-tippity-top that are like Datto, and they're like, I'm fine with this, it's not pay to win, but we shouldn't be getting an exotic right away. Out of respect for exotics, as a class of item in the game, they shouldn't just be handed to you first thing. And I agree with the feeling and the sentimentality, but I don't agree with the, the, with, with the argument because there's no standard right now in the game anyway. Exotics give, you know... You get the Thunderlord for basically nothing, and it's one of the best exotics at the time. Not anymore; they've nerfed it. But at the time, you got the ex- the, the Thunderlord for basically nothing. There's also really, really elusive exotics that you just can't get. They're not earned. It's totally RNG. There's this crazy spectrum of exotics. There's quest lines. There's grindy quests. There's easy quests. There's RNG. So, in light of that lack of a standard in exotics as they're treated in Destiny, I'm not going to try and force a standard on Bungie, but like, how dare you give us an exotic right away? I agree with their feeling, I just disagree with the argumentation, because I'm like, well then you have to argue about virtually every exotic in the game then, because that's just how, they're not treated with any form of consistency. So. Skies 9. Hey Lono, do you think the battle pass uh, will be cross-account like Pinnacle Quest, or will it be on each character? It's account-based, it's not character-based. So, when you unlock the helmet, I'm pretty sure you get that on, like, each character. Um, so. Uh, Strike, Striker 1. So, Lono, do you think it's going to be a Solstice grind, or hopefully something less punishing? I would think that they would just basically say, do stuff in the raid. Right? I... It'd be really weird to get a raid piece of armor and you're like, oh, sweet, I can level this up. What do I have to do? Go play 10 Gambit games. You mother... Like, I, come on. I, I don't think they're going to do that. I would think they would say, do X number of raid completions or use X weapons in raids or create this many orbs in a raid. Like, that's what I would think that they would do. Um, I would be... I'd be pretty freaking ticked if they were like, here's your raid armor, go run 10 gamut matches. I'd be like, you gotta be freaking kidding me. Um, you know, I think a lot of people would have the exact reaction that I just sort of like embellished. I think they'd be like, you gotta be blankety blank, blank, blank. Like, come on, we're sick of this. And I would hope that the spirit of a lot of what Luke Smith said is that they want people to level up and play the content that they enjoy playing. That's the spirit of the the artifact. That's the spirit of the Battle Pass Season Pass. Is that you can just play whatever you want and get stuff and level up, okay? I would hope that that spirit wouldn't get short-circuited in other pockets of the game. Oh, yeah? 
You got this awesome raid set. Haha, <laughs> go run Gambit and Crucible. Like, wait, what? Why? That doesn't make any sense. Now, with Solstice, I didn't like how Solstice was designed, but I can have a little bit more appreciation and respect for them saying Solstice Armor is about the entire game, and if you want to get a complete set, you got to engage with the entire game. I do think, however, it would have been better if they were like, hey, on these gauntlets, it has run 10 gambit matches, bank 100 moats, and kill, you know, 15 blockers. So while you're in gambit, you're working on all three, and then you're done with the gauntlet. The problem was, it was really hard to stack some of the intentions. You could if you were really paying attention, but I think each piece should have had a theme Oh, for this chess piece, go run five strikes. While you're in those strikes, generate this many orbs and you get this many super kills or something like that. That way it would have been more of like, I'm checking off this box. So sure, those 10 gambit matches would have been a bummer, but you'd been like, well, when I'm done, I've gotten every single piece of this armor done instead of like, well, I've done 10 gambit matches. Now for this same piece of armor, I got to go do this in this other place. So, um... Eknor says, do you think it's fair that new light players are getting new armor and paid customers are getting reskin? Like, I'm all in for using all activities and locations, but this seems like too much. I mean, okay, we're all getting new armor, all right? I know you're like, oh, they're getting new armor for free. That doesn't really concern you, right? Um, I, I've used this line on my daughter quite a bit. We've been, re- we read through the Chronicles of Narnia, and whether you're religious or not, I know these are like religious books and there's obviously giant Christian uh, allegory and undertones and blatant like religious beliefs in the books, but they're still fantastic books to read through with kids. They're very much like creating imaginations and all this other stuff. And something that Aslan says, he's, you know, he's the lion. He kind of represents like God in the, uh, in the story as he's like, don't concern yourself with the story of another person. Anytime someone's like, well, what about them? He's like, I am only telling you about your story. I kind of want to be like Aslan a little bit here. Like, stop being concerned about the story of another player. Worry about your own story and your own experience. You've been playing the game for five years, and you're worried about people who jump in day one with new light and have never touched the game getting more more quote-unquote new armor than you? Everything's new for them. They've never played the game. Like, it's not a parallel. You can't compare your story to their story. Like, this, this goes deeper than gaming, right? Like... You know, this is this is good. This is good uh, medicine for envy and jealousy. Like, don't worry about the lives of other people. Worry about your own. Like, you don't compare. You know, your happiness to another person's happiness, especially when you're reading freaking Twitter and Instagram because everyone's faking it. Um, I'm just, just don't worry about their their story. Okay, you if if especially if armor sets to you are quote unquote reskins. That means you've been playing for a long time, right? You've been playing for a while. You keep defending Bungie? No, I have not defended Bungie. He's asking about something completely separate from the reskins. You understand this is question and answer, right? Can you see the question over there? You can type, so I'm assuming you can read. You're failing to read. Eknor just asked a question about, we're not getting new armor, they're getting new armor. That's not a, that's not a comparison. 
a new light player is not getting near the amount of stuff that you're going to get as a paying customer with shadow keep okay he's trying to draw a comparison from new light players to us i don't think that's a healthy comparison now if you were here a little bit ago when i made my video i opened up my video about the radar marie skins i said it is a valid concern it is a valid criticism to say we should not be getting reskins in raids i went on to say that i think we're going to be getting solstice style raid gear so yes that's year one gear with an ornament on it that looks all busted up and scraped and it will get cooler the more you raid the same way solstice armor changes like this nice little animated gif there's year one dingy armor that you get in solstice that changes in appearance the more you play i have theorized that's what they're doing with the raid armor if they don't do that you will see me making a video about it just today on my youtube i had a video go live called new raid wish list and i was very harsh in my expectations and very critical of raid loot up to this point i have been beating on that drum for a while so either you're just you're not familiar with my content if you think i'm just defending bungie or haven't been very 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 stern with how poorly how poorly they have treated raid loot up to this point that is why i believe they're doing this i believe they're going to come out and say dylan confirmed it's raid armor but he says he has more information i believe they're going to come out and say we want to take raid armor we want to take pinnacle activity armor up a notch i think they're going to do this with iron banner as well I think they're going to do this with Iron Banner because when they do this, I I think they're going to start to say pinnacle activities are going to start having pinnacle gear sets and pinnacle gear sets are going to function like Solstice. If they can do this for a free event, right? If they can do this for a free event, then I think they can do it for paid stuff. So, and I... I didn't come at you too hard. He's had an account since September of 18. He's not a troll. A lot of people have come in today and said that I'm defending Bungie and I'm a Bungie apologist, which is that you couldn't be further from the truth if you think that about my content, because I'm I'm very much asking for much better loot and treatment of raids, because up to this point, especially in D2, I believe that the raid loot has been very disappointing. But what I was addressing in this question is, Stop comparing your experience with the experience of other players because a brand new player in new light has none of what you have. They don't have the resources, the memories, the God rolls, the guns. They have nothing. So if they, if you feel like, well, they're getting new stuff and I mean, I'm getting that new stuff too, but you know, I'm not getting new stuff in the raid. Number one, we need to number one, we we need to wait until they show us what's going on with his gear. So uh hunter joe do you think that the raid will have the new power scaling system adept hero legend and that the armor scene will drop in tiers with the base level reskin dropping in the adept and the best versions dropping in legend well frick i didn't even think about this because the solstice armor does have three levels green blue purple and if they do three I don't think they're going to do three difficulty settings in the raid I don't I like this idea though I do I like this idea I like the idea of saying we're going to we're going to take the difficulty spectrum and bring it back to the raids here's why I don't think they're going to do this I like your idea but I'm I'm, I'm going to shoot this down as being un- unlikely they're doing contest modifier and contest modifier kind of refutes this it's like they would just do you know the first difficulty would be available or something like that you know what i mean 
Deej confirmed there's only one difficulty for the raid. Well, there you go. If Deej confirmed, uh, they said in an interview they will not be adding difficulty scaling to Shadowkeep. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Um, Deej said because raids are hard enough. That's not a good enough answer for why they got rid of normal and hard, but okay. I don't think that's a good enough answer. I think designing hard first and scaling it down for normal like they did with King's Fall is the absolute perfect system of difficulty spectrum that they did in the past, and they need to bring it back. So, I don't think... I don't think that that's a good enough reason. Now, I don't... I I do think that's a good enough reason to not bring three difficulty settings to the raid. Again, I like where your head's at. I just... I didn't think they were going to do it either because Contest Modifier kind of negates the need for that. Contest Modifier makes it hard out of the gate with like an enforced delta on everybody. You can't get beyond it. You're going to see swords no matter what you do, no matter what sort of like shortcuts you take in leveling, um, you know you're still going to be dealing with the, the, the contest modifier on day one. And I don't think that that wouldn't flow well with difficulty settings. We have to pay for the new expansion. Yes, you will. Like all expansions to Eden. I really hope you're right about the upgradable armor, but wouldn't we see upgrade objectives on the armor and the packs pictures? No, dude. Some of the pictures had like, some of the pictures had, uh, like placeholders for the names, right? Maybe it's down in the appearance tab. Maybe it's just not there yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe once you get the armor, you get a quest or a bounty or something attached to it. I don't know, right? Just because we don't see it on these armors. The one armor literally had, like, a placeholder for the name. We were not, I'm telling you right now, we were not supposed to see this. And I don't know if they were keeping it a secret because they knew people were going to be mad. But this was not supposed to get out. And if they have a solstice a solstice system on them, can you even see that on the solstice gear when you look at it in the collections? I don't know if you can, because weren't weren't these being viewed in the collections? I think that's where they were looking at them. I don't think that they were like pulling these. They didn't have this on their character. So if you look at if you look at the solstice gear in collections, I don't know if you can actually see what's required. Oh, people are saying yes, you can. That's interesting. Well, maybe it just, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't loaded in. I really hope that's not the case. Because like I said, I'm going to have to make another video. I don't know. If they come back with more information, I doubt that more information is, yes, it's a reskin, but we added like ornaments. That doesn't doesn't seem enough. People are saying you can't see it. I checked. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. Like if I pull up, I'm I'm going to pull up the game. I'm going to pull up the game. I don't think you can see the solstice in my collect it's in my collections yes no 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 that's not what i'm saying if you look at the solstice armor in collections can you see the required okay i guess we'll check it another time there was an update or something can you see what's required the actual do x amount of this do x amount of that you can't see it unless you click on the piece of armor okay well yeah i don't know um yeah, we're getting mixed. We're getting mixed responses. Uh, Taco Ninja, how do you feel about the best of year two Ingrams for Shadowkeep? Um, I mean, what they're trying to do is is they're trying to change the way that we receive Eververse items. Uh, it's not meant to be like a steady injection anymore. You're basically you're basically going to be getting stuff that if you break down, you get bright dust, and then oh no, I'm sorry, you're not doing that anymore. You're going to get bright dust from from bounties. 
they're basically trying to have a very clear vanity store and I think it gets a little muddled when their vanity store is giving you a lot of its items for free um, having that cleared like line of listen if we're going to give you free stuff these are the guaranteed free items you're going to get as a part of the season pass like if you buy shadow keep you get that you get that that premium tier just included it doesn't cost anything extra and as you're getting those pieces that's probably going to drive you to maybe consider looking at other pieces in the eververse um i don't know my my mindset on vanity items for a self-published game is people that complain about that i believe are being willfully negative i've not seen very very good criticisms of vanity items in the eververse yet the only criticisms I see, I believe, are very, very intellectually bankrupt criticisms of like, oh, but that's the end game. That's the end game is is chasing what I look like. Okay. In the grand scheme every season of what I can chase and what I look like, the Eververse accounts for a paltry amount, a very small amount, one armor set and some ships and some sparrows. And I would say up to now in Destiny 1's history and D2's history, you were not chasing sparrows and ghosts and ships. Number one, you couldn't change your ghost in D1. Like, you couldn't change... It didn't look different. That wasn't, like, a thing. And then, well, later on, did they do that? The ghost always looked the same, didn't it? It did level up at some point. It was a part of our power structure, but I don't think there were different ghosts until D2. Ship... I mean, there were ships, and then they did have, you know, the Gallerwing or whatever, and they had some sparrows, but... My pushback again is that most of what is in the Eververse is not like an expression of your hard work. Oh, a ghost. Oh, a ship. Oh, a a sparrow. I mean, most of the time when people look at your guardian, yeah, your sparrow's in the background now with this update. But generally, they're looking at the rolls on your guns. They're looking at your armor set. Is it complete? Is it, you know, does it look cool? Does it have a cool shader? Um, And what they put in Eververse... If you, if you stack everything up every season, you say, here's everything that you get for free in the book. Here's everything that you can get from all the activities. Oh, and here's what we put in the Eververse. It just pales in comparison. People make this misleading, cherry-picked, quantitative argument. They're like, well, there were 72 items added to the Eververse. And it's like, yeah, but how, how many of those were, like, ghosts and transmat effects and shaders and things that you'll naturally be able to buy if you're doing Eververse bounties and getting Bright Dust. Like, no one's gonna keep you from getting those customization items. It's not like they're saying, oh man, have fun running that raid. Yeah, we've got most of the armor pieces in the Eververse. They just, they haven't done that. The Eververse has not once cannibalized grind at all. What cannibalizes grind, I think, is lack of perk depth and lack of perk diversity, and they're trying to add depth to that with the Armor 2.0 system, with the you know, selecting your perks on the armor pieces. I just, I don't know. I've not seen any arguments against the Eververse yet that I believe are, are, are substantive. I always feel like they're, it's very clear the person has an axe to grind. It's very clear that, you know, they make glaring, glaring logical leaps in their criticisms. And it's just like, I, th- this is, this is just not worth dying on this hill. And whenever Luke Smith says, yeah, we sold the ornament for the, the whisper and that paid for the outbreak perfected quest. I just really think that's a hard pill for those people to swallow because it's a vanity item that paid for content that you didn't that nobody had to pay for. Nobody had to pay for Outbreak Perfected. We just got that. Um, so 
Salanan says, Lono, you think they can use it as a way to bring back the D1 raid mod system where you level the raid gear and you unlock raid mods? Um, Oh, that's right. You had to level up the gear to get the thing, to get the perks unlocked, but then people just used um, Motes of Light. It it wasn't hard to level up the gear. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It could just be, again, like the Solstice gear that it doesn't actually benefit you. Now, it could. It could. Something missing from this picture of this Helmet of Righteousness is the stat totals. If we if we could get a stat total, I don't know if there's a full picture somewhere where we could look at the stat total and maybe do some comparisons of stat totals we've seen on other pieces and other streams because Luke Smith indicated that Pinnacle content will have better stat rolls, like stronger stat rolls. It'd be pretty cool if the stats, let's say the stat total was like 35 and then you leveled it up to the next version of the helmet and it changed in appearance and then the stat roll total was 40 and then it ends up being a pinnacle stat total you may not like the stat lean it may lean on strength and you want discipline or wherever the stats kind of land but each the stats are going to get bumped as you upgrade it that might be another thing they could do to the gear to make it seem like you're investing in it without doing intrinsic perks because they seem like they very much don't want to do intrinsic raid perks they want to leave it up to the mod system um so uh slipknot with 11 months says uh so close to a year keep the content and good work thank you very very much um appreciate that people that do the uh you've been claimed a gifted subscription or whatever that's a perma like don't do that garbage in my chat like and if you want to argue about trying to come back i guess it could be a 24 hour like don't be that don't that's just douchey uh ghostface let's say you're not reaching how they would implement this you've stated raids are all done by a small percentage of the community so wouldn't the upgrade process go against their whole inclusive attitude they are implementing no why would this no no leveling up raid gear doesn't go away they're not trying to be inclusive that's they've not once said that they've not once said the whole game is going to be inclusive they've said free entry point there's a difference between making a game accessible and being like i'm not being mean to you but there's a difference between making a game accessible and making it like stupidly inclusive and what i mean by stupidly inclusive is you can get raid gear from raid you know those Hawthorne bounties. Remember that? Remember that? Yeah, we're doing a sponsored stream. This isn't like a sponsored segment. Nobody's paying me to do SNTR Presents. Stock Cold Brew Coffee is doing bounties on Twitch Bounty Board, so you can use the Stocks command, S-T-O-K-S, if you want to check it out. They sell it on Amazon. I don't make any money if you buy this from Amazon. They just want me to talk about it for an hour, so it's a sponsored segment from the Bounty Board. I'm actually surprised it actually is good. I would drink this. And I'm allowed to be honest with you. I'm allowed to tell you if I didn't like it. I'm not allowed to bash the product. But if I said, yeah, it's not really for me, I'm allowed to say that. I actually think it's good. I would actually drink it. It's at the perfect level of like coffee taste, but also some sweetness. It's not super bitter. I really, really like it. And again, I make no money if you buy that off Amazon. Um, So to go back to your question, I don't think... They're trying to say Endgame's going to be inclusive. They've not once gave us that intimation. They've not once said that. They've, In fact, they've said we're coming up with new ways to challenge players. That doesn't sound inclusive to me. 
that you know day one four days to a raid race and you know contest modifier and the the, the the high levels of investment you can have in the armor and the three difficulty spectrums the highest being 950 that ain't inclusive okay that ain't inclusive neither is Luke Smith saying that gear dropping from pinnacle activities will have better stats that's the opposite of what you're saying I think you're misreading a lot of what's been set up to this point if you think they're trying to be super exclusive here's the problem with what you're what you're pushing forth okay here's the problem with what you're pushing forth number one let's give you let's just say this is something that you want to have happen ghostface you want the game to be more inclusive you don't want there to be really really dope gear in the end game and pinnacle activities you don't want me to have cooler stuff than you okay there is a humongous logical problem with what you're saying you're basically arguing for end game content to have no loot incentive no loot incentive why am I going to go run really, really challenging content? I need six people. We need communication. We need to work together. Why am I going to go do that? No real reason. The guns are boring and the, and the armor's not cool. The frick? That's been the mu- main. That's been one of the main problems and criticisms of Raid up to this point is that if I'm going to go into endgame content, the gear isn't. St- the gear does not stand out enough. It just doesn't stand out enough. Your hair is beautiful, bro. No homo. You're allowed to comment my hair, homo, or hetero. I don't care. You can hit on me either way you'd like. I like my hair, and I like when people comment on it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I I don't think this logic can be applied anymore. I think they've applied this logic too much. Uh, you should look at somebody coming out of the raid and be like, I would like to get that, and that's almost impossible for me to do. Let me bring let me bring all my raid guns out that I've gotten from Scourge or Crown of Sorrow and you're going to probably pick like one. Like one. The threat the threat level or like a really really specific role on the shotgun and crown. That's it. Like every other gun I can come out with you'd be like that gun is junk, Lono. Why would I use that? I can get a better version over here. You know? It's just Normac says do you think that the raid armor will evolve like Wrath of the Machine Guns? Well, maybe. Maybe. Wrath of the Machine Guns were were definitely reused vanilla models. They were actually the gunsmith test weapon models. So the Genesis chain was like a, 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 plain, a plain Jane, no offense to people with the name Jane, uh, it was like a plain Jane gun, but it was black. It was like a black version of that. And then when you leveled it up, it got all like the SIVA stuff on it. I actually think they're going to go one step further than that. If you look at the Solstice gear, let's look at it. If you look at the Solstice gear, when you go from the the, the the vanilla version to the end, it's dramatically different. You see the greatest differences, I think, on the Warlock. He goes from one shoulder pad to two shoulder pads to, like, ornate shoulder pads that look completely different. The thing across his chest, he gets a sash, he gets chains, he gets bigger, he gets these giant pieces of metal on the gauntlets that are completely absent. Like, the physicality of his helmet, all of it, it changes, okay? The armor becomes something else. The SIVA guns did like a, you know, like a little SIVA wire was like all of a sudden there. That's pretty low level to me. I think that they're going to go beyond this because there's a there's a fourth frame missing from this. The fourth frame is the ornaments. As soon as you get to this last piece, there should be a boom, another frame of all of the ornaments, right? Because whenever you go, 
whenever you go to this, that's what I'm basing my theory off of. Is there's ar- there's an ornament on it, and you could put ornaments on the base level armor in Solstice. It looked like the, the the armor looked like junk and all beat up, but you could slap those glows on there. That's what I think we're looking at. I think we're looking at base level raid armor with an ornament attached, and then we can upgrade the armor to change its appearance. Um, and again, I'm extending that idea to things like Iron Banner. Imagine if Trials finally comes back, and that's what they do. That's what they do. The base level Trials armor is all beat up. It's like year one. People are like, oh, it's a reskin. Way more Trials runs. You level up that armor, and it looks awesome. People loved doing that with uh, the, the Trials gear in D1. You got the better versions. Weren't there glows and stuff you could apply, I think? So... That would be such an amazing plot twist. I just have a hard time believing that they wouldn't do that. They did it for a free event in Solstice. Why would you not do it for paid content? That would be, I don't know, that would be an enormous mistake. So you can give us upgradable armor and D1 reskins for Solstice, and by the time I'm done with it, it looks amazing. But you can't do that for a freaking raid in the DLC that I paid for? Because Eververse? Oh, pfft. What? What's the Eververse have to do? It's a free. It's a free. They did it for Solstice. And Solstice was free. I just. I really think the logic lines up. Um. And what he. And what Silent's saying. This could be in line with their point of going more RPG, more MMO. That's right in line with it. Exactly. Listen. Listen. Since Solstice rolled around a year ago. I've not been the only one championing that idea. I went on Fireteam chat last year after Solstice happened, and I said, this is exactly how raid gear should work. It would give me a reason to run the raid more than three times a week. It would give raid armor a sense of upgrading. It would give raid armor a sense of standing apart and being different and investing. That's right in line with endgame mindsets of players. This would be a win-win. And a lot of people picked up that idea and ran with it. There were so many, I saw so many forum posts and Reddit posts, they weren't attributing it to me, but they were saying Solstice armor as a concept should be in more places in the game. Should be in more places because it's a great investment path. I don't know. I'd be. I, I'm. I'm gonna be really, really shocked if that's not what we. That's not what we're looking at here. And I'll make a video saying that that's disappointing. I don't care if I can throw ornaments on it. You know. I think it'll be disappointing. To this will be the first time they've ever done that. It'll be the first time they've ever taken deep like raid uh, vanilla gear and reskin it for a raid. That'll be really odd. Because even if we're honest at this, like that ornament doesn't change it that much. It doesn't change it that much. Max Dragon, love the show. This is my first time asking a question. How do you think the outrage over the armor is going to influence the success of Shadowkeep? Does it play into an existing narrative that Destiny doesn't have enough new content? What, if anything, can Bungie do to counter the narrative? Okay, so the people that are mad about this probably break into two camps, okay? There's people that just love to complain, and they're never going to run the raid anyway. So we can't really discount their opinion because there's no way to know that. But I think there's probably a bunch of people using this to complain and they'll never run a raid. Because that's just, they're, they're, they play, they're like, a, they're like a casual. And it's clear from completion ratings that not a lot of the community even completes raids. Okay. When... When a, when, a, when a veteran, like, longtime raider, I play every DLC person's complaints about this, I, I don't know if that type of person's going to be like, yeah, I'm not buying the DLC now. I, I, don't, I don't think that that's, that's going to be the line in the sand for people. Eight months from Jocko the Taco, thank you. Slipknot, did I thank you for 11 months? Thank you for 11 months, Slipknot. It was like 10 minutes ago. Um... 
I don't know. It's like we're going to the moon. We got a story with Eris Morn. We got Shet. We got um. We got Nightmare Hunt. We got the Vex Offensive. You can you, you're going to be able to forge weapons with Eris, and we and we've got a raid, and we got this new Battle Pass Season Pass thing. I don't think players that have been playing this long and go for raid armor are going to zero in on this and be like, I'm done. I'm not buying. I mean. If bad raid gear was enough to make people stop playing and not buy content, then those people would be done a long time ago because there hasn't been good raid gear for a long, long time. (laughs) The last PXL. What do you think about that we won't get any new vendor armor? Oh, boy. I need to do a video about this. Um, It's not been broadly confirmed and announced, but they apparently multiple people have come back from PAX and said during interviews, uh, you know, during some of the panels and stuff, they confirmed that none of the vendors are getting any type of an update. So the planetary vendors are not getting an update. Um, Their armor will drop 2.0, but they're not getting any type of a refresh. The tower vendors are not getting any type of a refresh. Um, I I find that insane that the Vanguard and the Crucible aren't getting something. I'm not happy. You guys know. I have been banging on this drum since December of 2017. The NPCs are an enormous potential that gets overlooked and wasted every single season. Give them a seasonal rank. Give them exotic ship sparrows and ghosts and shaders in line with their planet. Give them ornamental you know systems for their armor sets something and in this case it's like give the guns random rolls what are you doing right so i'm not happy i'm gonna do a video and i'm gonna speak my disappointment but i'm also gonna say this here's what i think is happening i think bungie knows that their winter spring and summer season are going to be really really hard to bolster with content given everything luke smith said in his director's cut about it was the last annual pass was really really hard on them it was really really difficult and they're gonna you know they're gonna they're gonna try and come up with more creative ways to bolster the content here's what i think they're going to do I think that the Battle Pass Season Pass is laying the groundwork for the idea that there's something free going on and something paid going on. That's right in line with the the the, um, the annual pass track that they lined up. Like, remember when they gave us that roadmap? There was the top part that was free, and then there was the bottom part that was monetized. They've been doing that for a while, right? We're accustomed to that. So I could see them saying, in the winter season, okay... In the winter season, here's the paid content. Here's the new event. Vex Offensive's going away. Here's the new event. Here's the new Here's the new loot. And here's the new track on the Battle Pass. Oh, and to those of you who don't pay any money, this is available to everybody. The top track on the Battle Pass. And we've repurposed Escalation Protocol and the entire loot pool of Anabray. Okay? You do, you do that. And then you could do the same thing to another NPC in the spring and then another NPC in the, uh, in the summer. Now, given that there's six vanilla planets from year one, what they could do is two of the planets every season get an update. There's six, there's three seasons after Shadowkeep. So in winter, they could say the EDZ 
and Mars are getting an update. We're going to tie some questing together, some adventures and things together that's going to have you going between those planets. All their guns and stuff are getting refreshed, updated to, to, to the to the random roll system. We're going to replenish and refresh their, their loot pools. And then when we get into the spring, they do two more planets. Okay? Now, again, I think that's going to be on the free track. Hey, if you're playing, this is free. We've repurposed and resurfaced some content that is from vanilla. And because it's repurposed and resurfaced, it's not monetized. The monetized is the new loot pool. It's the new activity, you know, that's replacing Vex Offensive. That's what I think they're going to do. Now, the reason I think they're going to do this is because they've got to come up with a way to bolster and strengthen their annual pass deliveries coming forward without killing their employees and their development staff. That's my theory. So they don't want they don't want to blow that. They don't want to blow that on Shadowkeep cuz Shadowkeep's probably going to have enough for us to do out of the gate. Armor 2.0, Moon, it, they've got Nightmare Hunt, they've got Vex Offensive, they've got two new strikes, they've got the raid. Um, they, they've got a lot going for Shadowkeep to kind of keep us busy. And then when things get a little bit lighter in like the, the winter, spring, and summer, they can bolster that with old loot getting refreshed, old you know NPCs getting refreshed, and an old activity getting refreshed for free. Does that make sense? And again, well, why would I buy it then? You're always going to have that soft prod to spend the $10. You're going to open up that season pass. You're only on the top track. That bottom track is going to be constantly tempting you. It's just 10 bucks to unlock the bottom track and to go play the new activity and to get access to the new loot pools. Like, I... that's my theory on what's going on I'm still not happy that the planetary NPCs and all those year one guns it it, it actually causes me pain to think about so many, so many good there are so many good year one guns that would be so fun to chase random rolls on an old fashioned, a Lincoln Green, a Uriel's Gift a Mananan, you know there's so many fun guns from back then that unfortunately they're just going to continue to be left in the dust and the dustbin this also poses a potential threat to old activities now keep in mind they said the npcs are not getting a vendor refresh that doesn't mean that leviathan the layers and uh anything else with vanilla loot pools might be getting the guns randomly rolled that that would at least be cool for leviathan to go for you know a full set in leviathan armor to be 2.0 as well as getting random rolls on the guns that would be really fun we don't know if they're going to do that either they may in their mind be saying nope npcs aren't getting any refresh that would be a refresh of an npc because there's an npc attached to leviathan i don't know i don't know it's going to be very interesting to see specifically what they do with zavala and Shax, because uh, i think a lot of people have just come to accept that the fact that like the planetary npcs are not getting a loot pass but zavala and Shax always do they always do that's really really odd um, to not do anything to them. To be fair, there could still be random rolls on the weapons. I don't know if the vendors themselves not being updated confirms that. I'd be surprised if year one weapons don't get random rolls. Josh, I hope you're right, brother. I really do. It'll be so weird. And this is something we brought up on the Rageous Roundtable. It'll be so weird. Imagine being a new light player and getting like armor 2.0 drops with random rolls and then intermixed on some of the planets. You're getting static roll weapons. You're like, what the frick? What is this? Why am I? Why is this gun have a static roll? It doesn't, it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? It would make sense to have everything be sort of equal, and that's a dissonance in the game to have a, a lot of weapons in the loot pool 
being static. It's just like, I don't know. But again, I could see them holding on to all those loot pools, holding on to all those weapons, holding on to those activities, holding on to those NPCs, and using those to bolster the subsequent season passes after Shadowkeep. Spike. Sorry for being off topic. Do you think that the tracking KD and quick play has a negative effect on the playlist? I just don't think this is a big deal. So I'm going to the next question. Roger. I see there's concern about rescan, but do you think because we don't know anything yet, we don't know everything yet, that they may have some other super uh, surprise to raid gear where we unlock perks and ornaments to the gear each raid encounter maybe? Luke did say there's more coming regarding the raid gear. Well, Dylan confirmed there's more information coming, not Luke, that I know of. I mean, maybe he said something in one of his director's cuts, but as far as unlocking perks, I don't know. I've already theorized it's going to be like Solstice and you're going to change the appearance, but unlocking perks, yeah, I don't know. They seem they seem very averse to the idea of putting raid perks on raid gear. Um, Doomed Hunter says, it feels if they're... It feels like they're holding off on so much information, possibly for a final hype push. Just getting the vibe that there's way more that could have been shown. Yeah, or they just know they've got to keep things kind of tempered at this point because they don't have as much of a budget. They don't have High Moon Studios. They don't have, you know, they don't have Shadow... I'm sorry, they don't have Vicarious Visions, you know. I... It's it's one of those things where they've they've got to make what they can make. That You know, they... I. The only thing I thought they were holding on to was an update about guns. And they were going to wait till closer to Borderlands 3 to announce that. You know, they were going to kind of like, oh, well, we'll wait. We'll, we're going to wait until closer to BL3 to say, hey, we're actually making a bunch of changes to guns. You know, if, if there's a bunch of classic ones you want to chase, you better do that now, random roll. Oh, and by the way, the Gallahorn's coming back. Like, I was anticipating something like that. They might not be doing that. You know? Hellstorm says going by what you said how would upgrading the raid vex armor work since it's rusty in the first place past vex are chrome future vex are rusty in their final design I mean I I don't you're you're really I think you're pressing my idea too much it would just be like the ornamental changes on the, the solstice gear it doesn't need to be specific to like lore you know uh, Golden25 says, Will you be mad or disappointed if this was really the raid armor? Well, it is the raid armor, but we don't know the full story yet. We're waiting. Personally, I'm okay if this is the armor because it feels like, it feels thematic. Also, let's be honest, what percentage of people complaining have the Osiris armor? I don't have full sets. I don't have full sets. It's not about the sets that you have, okay? I have plenty of full sets of armor from, from Vanilla full sets of EDZ armor, for example. If they were like, oh, hey, you know, Garden of Salvation is very garden-themed, it's very plant-themed, let's just use all the EDZ armor from Devrim K, and there's your raid armor. I've not worn that armor in ages, but I'd be ticked off. I'd be like, what the frick? That's an NPC. That's just stuff that anybody can get. Right? Eververse armor? Really? From Osiris? I don't even have full sets. I don't care about the what I had in the past it's the spirit of it it's the spirit of it 29 months from Team Tom thank you You're, I mean how can you be enthused about something that it, it it's basically already in the game I mean oh it looks a little bit different it's going to have the raid mod slot it still just seems like I absolutely hate 
using the criticism of lazy. I hate when people do it. That's lazy. Such and such developer is lazy. I cannot stand that criticism. I think that criticism is ironically lazy, right? I think it is ironically a lazy criticism. Um, We're done with the sponsored segment, by the way, guys. Hashtag sponsors no longer in the title. Thank you, guys. That was an hour-long sponsored segment for stock. Uh, cold brew coffee again check it out with that command I don't make any money if you buy it uh, but I genuinely thought it was very tasty um, so I you know I I think it's a legit it's just totally legitimate to say man oh man I, I really I really think that you know the raid armor should be unique I mean I don't understand how you can watch my video where I argue it's on YouTube today my wish list for new raids and really be like oh it doesn't really matter though does it Lono if the raids re- armor is reskinned I mean are you kidding me are you kidding me I'm not done with Q&A Mizuki Blue I'm gonna keep going I was just I was just hiding the Q&A so I could go to the dashboard and stop tracking the bounty Ghostface follow up for the first question if that is the raid armor which needs to be upgraded through the raid, could th- could it be the carrot on the stick or them catering to the hardcore because of the free stuff everybody's getting? Don't you see? Like, now you're thinking, Ghostface, now you're thinking along what I'm thinking along. They're, they want there to be a clear spectrum of difference between the free stuff that you get in the in the battle pass you can get better versions of that from the activities themselves if, if it drops from the battle pass the stats aren't going to be that great better stats will drop out in the world that spectrum of thought i think continues up you're going to get better stats on pinnacle pieces of gear the gear itself is going to be better when you go into a pinnacle piece because this is going to be the new pinnacle way armor is treated this is a hardcore player's dream to say i get it and then i invest with it right Hush is going to throw in here and say, just wanted to pitch in and say, I utterly despise reskins. I don't feel like I'm chasing new loot. It makes me feel like a huge chunk of the loot pool has just been recycled. Raid armor and their ornaments in Destiny 1 were incredible. And raid armor actually did something for the person wearing it. That's just how I see it. Lono sip. You don't even need a Lono sip. I mean, I... The video that I put out today on YouTube, I argue animately that they have really shortchanged the raids. It's so difficult. You can count on one hand out of six raids in Destiny 2. You can count on one hand the amount of weapons that are worth chasing. That's a problem. You're doubling down if that's the final product of the raid armor. There's no, there's no way, there's no way raid loot has been as criticized as it's been up to this point, and Bungie is going to be that tone deaf. I just, I really, I really hope that's not the case. Yeah, man, people have been generally very disappointed in the raid loot. Guns aren't that special. It's really, really hard to get the, the armor pieces and the pieces that you want. So we're going to come up with armor 2.0. It's going to help people kind of get the way, you know, get the gear they want and put the perks on it that they want. So if you get the raid gauntlets to complete your raid set, you can at least look the way that you want, but maybe, you know, make up the difference with some mods, take up the level 10, even though the stat lean's not that amazing, right? They're giving us that intentionality, but then they're going to swing and miss and be like, oh yeah, and the raid armor is reskinned Osiris Eververse armor. I just have a really hard time buying that. If they do that, man, you guys know I'll be the first person to crank up the stream and do a talk in a Q&A and be like, what are you doing, Bungie? What are you doing? We've been asking for the exact opposite of this, you know? And, as someone in chat saying, if they're following the MMO side, raid loot should be top tier. 
if you're leading into MMO, an action MMO with RPG depth and breadth, this ain't it, chief. Reskin armor in your raid ain't it. That ain't it. There's, I just, that'll be so antithetical to everything they've said they're doing with the game. Uh, La Friends with six months. That's a purple badge. Mizuki Blue. Shadowkeep itself is a reskin. Blah. The Moon Prophecy Weapons returning. Two new Crucible maps are from D1. Year 2 Ingrams. Nightmares are old enemies, ETC. Not hating, but would like to hear your thoughts. Oh, your question gives me indigestion. Oh, gosh. It's not a reskin, man. It isn't. Like, we are, we're using the term reskin just too liberally. Like, it just isn't. Alright, let's slow down. I don't want to do I don't want to do hot and bothered overreaction Lono. I'm trying to be more measured here. I want you to let's take every piece of this slowly. The moon. I don't agree with claiming that's a reskin. Number one, it's not content in D2 right now. It's not content in D1. It's a it's a it's a space. It's a it's a it's a location from D1, yes, but it's all new content. There are Vex invasions happening. We've seen pictures. There's like a Vex... I think Vex Offensive takes place on the moon, I think. Or maybe it takes place in the garden. I can't remember what they said. There's a... a, Nightmare Hunt, you know, is on the moon as well. And the strikes are new. And they also have added new areas. There's a whole new area inside of the moon. I have a really, really difficult time saying that's a reskin, Okay. I think anytime Bungie reuses something, that's just where people go. And I think that there's a there's a difference between repurposing and reskinning, and I'm going to tell you what I, what I mean. Repurposing is what they did with Infinite Forest. That's repurposing the Infinite Forest cuz the Haunted Forest was dramatically different as an experience than what you had in the Infinite Forest and the Adventures and the Strikes that used it. Verdant Forest was a repurposing of the Infinite Forest. It was a different experience. It was a different mechanics. The boss fights were totally different, okay? A reskin is when you're like, this gun looks exactly the same as that gun. Imago Loop to Fatebringer. That's a reskin. And I feel like we use reskin improperly a lot. Like, a lot. There's a giant difference between reskin and repurpose in my mind. So, and the reason I think making this this delineation is important is because I think repurposing content has a ton more value and should should happen a whole lot more often than it does. Uh, Banes with the Prime sub, welcome. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes, your dope and deserve dope stuff. Enjoy ad-free viewing on my channel as a sub. If you guys have a Twitch Prime sub you want to use here, it'll get you ad-free viewing on my channel when you're here. Um, at Hun with 24 months. That's a two-year badge. That's gold. Thank you so much. You didn't break a chain. You are good to go. Nice job. Uh, I just... To me, it's like... And we've had this debate time and time again. I think it is a far better treatment of old content to repurpose it instead of leaving it on the in the dustbin. Like, if you have a choice between the two, hey, should we repurpose Escalation Protocol and give you guys a new loot pool? No, that's a rescan. I want something new. Okay. 
Escalation Protocol just sits on the shelf and gets zero to no engagement, just collecting dust. Why? Because people will call it a reskin. Yo, uh, Jackie Vera with the brand new Prime sub, thank you. This is why I think going forward when a season lands, that's a really smart play. New activity, new loot pool, that's part of the monetized content, that's part of the premium track on the season pass, $10. Oh, by the way, by the way, we also have the free track, the top track of the battle pass, totally free, get all that stuff, you get your artifact, totally free, leveling, bonus level, every season you get that for free, oh, and we repurpose Escalation Protocol, that's just something free we're doing as part of the thematic season. Thank you, Swoley. RGV Jr. with a brand new Prime sub. Thanks for using your Prime sub here. A lot of uh, a lot of Prime subs coming in. So I really, really think you've got to start to see that. You have to see that there's a there's a huge difference between repurpose and reskin. And I think we we overuse we overuse and stretch. Ironically enough, the re that's the grand iron here, right? There you you're using the reskin criticism in a reskin fashion you're using it everywhere <laughs> um i don't know i th- i think that that is a uh i think that's a problem in the community right now i want to i want to con- continue to create a narrative that gives bungie the space to repurpose old content because i think that's better that's better for us that's better for the content i'm gonna say this so many times so many times how new how new does the newness feel after like a week or two how many times did you run a forge before you're like yep got it same old same old how long did that take I'm, I'm dead serious how long did you enjoy the new varnish of the forges how, how I'm just curious maybe a week or two now the genius of the forges was they rolled them out they trickled them out like for three or four weeks but pretty much everybody went for either Valunder or the the the, the Bergusia, right Strikes are the same deal. You run the strike once or twice and you're like, I've got it now. Wash, rinse, repeat. Like, man, oh man, this is so important for people to really capture. This is so important for people to capture. A content loop is always repetitive. You're just moving the pieces around. The content loop's always repetitive. Whether you're playing Diablo or Borderlands or Warframe or or, or Destiny, it's, you're just, you're running a content loop and the enemies look a little bit different and the dungeon you're in looks a little bit different. That's the, that's the truth, truth. Like, that's the truth. And if you, and if you're always like, no, 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 that's a reskin, that's a reskin. It's like, homie, are you serious? Like, what do you think new strikes are? New strikes at their core are reskins of old strikes. You go into an area, seems vaguely familiar. There's trash ads pouring out. Kill them. Do a mechanic that I'm vaguely familiar with. I've done this mechanic before of standing on a plate or killing a major or shooting shields. And then I move from that to another set of ads and then some more majors and then a mechanic and then a boss fight. Like, that that content loop is in the forges, it's in strikes, it's in adventures, it's in raids, it's in the nightmare hunt more than likely. Like you gotta, you gotta like get up out of the weeds and see that like the whole game is structured around base level mechanics that you do all the time, and the reason that you play Destiny as much as you do is because that content loop is so satisfying. It's why Gearbox took note of the gunplay in Destiny, and they made their gunplay better. Why? Because if you feel good in the content, you're gonna keep playing. 
So you're making you're making a prioritization mistake, in my opinion. If you're one of the people trumpeting on the forums and Reddit and everywhere else, don't reuse old content. This is different, though. Keep in mind, I'm not talking about reskinning armor here, right? I'm not talking about reskinning armor. I think this is a potential mistake. We got to wait for them to give us more information. But I'm telling you, there is there is a future of Destiny 2 that I think is far brighter if we give them room to repurpose content like the Osiris Forge, Escalation Protocol, Blind Well, uh, Infinite Forest, and the Forges, Reckoning, Menagerie. Oh, golly frick, that's so much content. So many containers of existing mechanics and boss fights. Like, what? There's so much there that you're, that a year from now, you're going to be like, yeah, repurpose the forges and throw new bosses and mechanics in them. That'd be fun. Why not? What about the old players that want to run the old content? Maybe I want to run the old version of the forges or menagerie for the old loot pool. That's fine. If you can instance into it and there's a new box to check that is the the adept version or the hero version or whatever the frick. I just, man, oh man. It just seems, I, I, I get on this, I get on this soapbox at least once a day or maybe more. It's just like, we've got to get out of, we've got to get out of this, 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 completely restrictive mindset that they can't repurpose content and if you can't learn to slice the difference between a repurpose and a reskin it's going to be really difficult to have these conversations because it's like yeah there's a difference though reskins not repurpose so we jump to reskin because we're gun shy they've reskinned stuff before we think every time they take us back to some place we've been or some strike we've been that it's lazy it's reskin and we and it's a, and we shouldn't engage with it and i just i think that's a mistake that was long-winded, so let's move on. Taco Ninja. Do you think if the raid armor wasn't a reskin of Eververse, people wouldn't be as upset? Like the Titan Dreaming City armor was a reskin of RPC Valiant set. 500 bits from Sci-Fireman, thank you. I mean, here's here's the real grand irony here. I honestly think if you're gonna reskin an armor set in the raid, I actually think pulling it from the Eververse makes the most sense because a lot of people probably don't have a full set. They don't have three full sets. People have traditionally gotten upset about the fact that the Eververse armor is really dope looking. So you got to be careful here. If you if you don't want to if you don't want to end up sounding like a hypocrite. If in the past you argued that it was frustrating that you didn't have intentionality over getting full sets from the Eververse. Eververse sets traditionally had really really bad stats. Eververse sets traditionally have been really really cool. Some of the cooler looking armor sets. These are things people have complained about. So if you're gonna reskin a set and and throw it in the raid. If you make me choose, I'd be like, yeah, do the Eververse. Those are some of the cooler looking sets. Don't grab a set from IO or something. That would, what? No, those are way easier to get. I I actually think if you're going to choose, this makes the most sense to choose. But again, we're talking about something that shouldn't be happening. You know, it's like asking me if you, if you want, if you want me to, can I kick you or can I punch you? It's like, well, where are you going to kick me? Where are you going to punch me? Oh, you're going to kick my shin or punch my jaw? Yeah, kick my shin. You're still making me choose something that's not enjoyable. It's like, I don't, it, it still sucks, but there's a big difference between getting kicked in your shin and punching your jaw. So, I, even if I had to pick, I, I would say Eververse is the better of the, of the, of the choices, given their, their, their lack of, their lack of presence in the game. Almost nobody's running around with full Eververse sets. Like, come on, who are we kidding here? 
HFK Eagle. Did you notice that the picture of the raid weapon showed that they had two mod slots? Thoughts? Um, that's exciting. Hopefully that means that there's new mods for weapons or something. That's giving me a glimmer of hope that at the very least raid weapons will stand out. I don't recall seeing this. I would want somebody to link me so I could confirm this is true and look at a picture. If someone can get me the imager links that were floating around, um, I don't know. One mod slot is for the weapon effects. One's for the artifacts. The other's for the standard. Yeah, but we saw weapons in previous um, streams that only had the one slot, and that one slot looked like you could slap in the artifact slots. Uh, whoops, 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 whoops. Wait, what happened? Uh, did somebody delete D Flawless's question? Uh, I think they did, or did I scroll too far? Oh, I scrolled too far. No, there he is. Sorry, I'm having scroll scrolling issues. Doc Dang with the brand new Prime sub. Welcome to the Rage. Just enjoy your dope badge and emote your dope and deserve dope stuff. Enjoy ad-free viewing on the channel. A lot of folks have used their Twitch Prime sub today. Thank you guys for doing that. Uh, it does give you better viewing um, experience on my stream. I'm, uh, ads have become very disruptive. So I'm giving you an ad-free viewing experience here when you sub to the channel. It's a way for me to kind of try to give back. Um... Also, if you're a fan of Borderlands, the week leading up to Borderlands and for probably a month after, all the Deadpool emotes are going to get Psycho Masks to uh, help you guys enjoy Borderlands 3 a little bit more. So if you like Borderlands, be uh, you can be looking forward to that or maybe sub for, the, sub for those dope emotes. And uh, also, if you're going to get Borderlands through the Epic Store launcher, I have a code. It's Lono, or you can use the link in chat. I appreciate a lot of people have done that. Thank you so much for those of you that have been doing that. It doesn't cost you any extra, and it supports. Please, if you're going to get Borderlands 3 through the Epic Launcher, use somebody's creator code, because it's really, really, it's a really great way to support content creators. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and it just supports us. Um, D Flawless. Even if the armor is a reskin, do you think we should react better to design lore storytelling choices made by the devs? For me, if the aesthetic makes sense within the story, I'm totally fine with it. I just don't think I can agree with you, D Flawless, and I love where your heart's at. Like, I love that you're trying to be, like, a charitable, like, understanding gamer, and you're trying to not jump to conclusions, and I'm just trying to really stay consistent and true to my voice, and my voice has been one that has called for better raid loot since we got into D2. A better treatment of raid loot. And I'm I'm going to continue to bang on that drum because I just think that if you, if you don't do this, right? If you don't start to focus on making raid loot better, I really feel like raids are getting shrunk down into a very cheapened, challenging marketing mechanic so that people can, you know, so that people can you know, oh, come watch people raid day one. Purr. And it's like, oh, come on. Um, yeah, I'm looking at this ancient gospel uh, photo of this. It's a 140 hand cannon uh, from the raid. It's a 140 energy hand cannon. It's got solar damage on it. Um, it does have two mod slots. So I don't know if the other weapons coming in Shadowkeep have two mod slots, though. One for the one for the the relic and one for the non. I thought we saw one on the other guns, but I could be wrong. Um, biggest problem is the amount of people who actually raid, isn't it? Uh, I That's some people's pushback. They're like, well, not a lot of people raid anyway. 
I don't think that's a good enough pushback, to be fair. I, not a lot of people, you know, run dungeons. Not a lot of people run, um, you know, those challenging, you know, contest things that come out. And they still put dope stuff in there. 32 months from Stevie Mike. Thank you. Love the talks. Keep it up. Thank you, man. Uh, as someone who loved raiding in D1 and loved Wrath of the Machine, D2 raids haven't been worth it to me. The armor and the weapons are subpar. Menagerie weapons were a lot better than the current raid weapons. Yeah, preach. Um, preach. So, that's why I believe, I believe that raid armor got the solstice treatment, because I think they listened to us. I do. I think they listened to us. There's This has been a, a, a point of complaint for a while here. Um, so, I don't think that's leaning in. You're saying, like, D. Flawless's question is like, oh, but if there's lore reasons, I, I don't think that's good enough to do a reskin. I mean, you can do Vex-looking armor with without doing this, you know? Envy says, I've been saying this for a while, but the more of the same... Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've been saying this for a while, that the more of the same set armor you have, the bonuses from wearing the set takes away... Luna Phoenix ETC your thoughts what on earth did you try to type envy Chuck 187 with a brand new sub welcome enjoy your dope badge and emotes uh, your dope and deserve yourself enjoy ad free viewing on the channel I've been saying this for a while that the more of the same set of armor you have on the bonuses from wearing the set takes away Luna and Phoenix what the actual frick? Are you saying that I would get so many bonuses from wearing a set that it would make me take off Luna's or Phoenix? Is that what you're saying? Like, the set bonuses would be so strong that I would willingly take off and put away Luna Factions and Phoenix Protocol. I think that's what he's I think that's what this question is saying. I don't I don't know if you can go that far. Think about what you're saying. You're basically saying a full armor set would be equal to some of the best, some of the best exotics in the game. Um, that's a danger, isn't it? Set bonuses are a threat to, to exotics. That's why the way they set it up with the with the gambit weapons was probably the best way. That you could get the bonus from four and then take a consumable for the fifth, and that way you could still wear an exotic. I like the way they did it in Wrath. Each individual piece gave a perk. The perk was low level and not it didn't feel absolutely necessary. So when I ran Wrath and I took off my Wrath robes and I put on Phoenix Pro I'm sorry, I put on um uh, my brain just totally betrayed me. Starfire Protocol. When I would put on Starfire Protocol instead of the Wrath robes, I didn't feel like I was suddenly super freaking weak like oh gosh I can't I can't survive man I gotta put that back on dude so tough in here but when I had it on my other characters I definitely felt the difference it's like yeah I can grab and be a little bit more you know a little bit more resilient when I go grab a charge or something so I don't yeah I'm not I wasn't trying to be mean here I think I think envy I think envy's native language is English maybe not but we, I think we extrapolated the question, and I think that there's a potential threat to exotics if you say, throw the whole set on, and it's so insanely good that you're going to want to take off Luna Factions. I mean, 
think about what Luna Factions does. It helps it helps six people never reload. <laughs> like that is insane. Comp- I mean the amount of perks you'd have to get, the strength of those perks would have to be in- just absolutely nuts. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think your idea could work if the set bonuses were good and if DPS phases changed so that you didn't feel like yeah if I take off Luna Factions it's not that big of a deal the damage phases are so small not reloading isn't making that big of a difference you know a fight like Axis where he's like you you, you, jung, 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 you shoot him and then he moves if, if, if damage windows were smaller more rambunctious more intense you would see people using you know weapons of light and well of radiance and stuff to stay alive but you wouldn't feel captive to Luna Factions because you'd be like, well, we can't even do that long of a damage phase. I'm going to put on this set bonus. I'm going to put on this other exotic, whatever the case may be. We saw that new exotic. We were right, by the way, the one the one warlock robes with like the the like little crystal blue things hanging off. That one is like every time you kill somebody with your storm trance, it increases the damage of storm trance. I could see that being really, really good in an environment like Reckoning or someplace where you could plow through a bunch of enemies and then once the major shows up, your storm trance is really banging and really hitting hard. Um, and it could, you know, you could get a nice little damage buff and melt a mini boss if used properly that could be pretty fun and that could be like oh well you know the, the damage phases and the flow of ads here is very very different you can't like Luna Factions isn't as good as it used to be because the fights are so different so <clears throat> um snazzy is it just me or is Bungie putting less effort in general uh less effort in general into raids in terms of unique perks armor shaders Uh, and now this that's why I'm very confused because I found Scourge of the Past to be a a very unique raid that the boss fight that the last two sections and the opening section were awesome we've never done anything like that before Scourge is so cool Crown of Sorrow is cool the splitting up, the shooting things at the same time, the I, the ads are immune, I can't shoot them, I don't have this blessing, now we gotta pass the blessing, oh, it, it, it was like, it was like Skolas and Spire of Stars had a baby or something, it was so cool, so cool, no, Vicarious Visions did, uh, Crown of Sorrow, Scourge was debt, was Bungie with a little bit of help from High Moon, I believe, so, so, I think that's what's so confusing. It's like they create these really cool, unique environments and really awesome fights, and the and the guns look really cool. I love the look of the guns in Scourge. I didn't like how that loot pool was shared with, with the black armory weapons. But I mean, that's that's another debate. But then the guns themselves are just kind of like, what? <laughs> Why? Who would? Who cares about any of these? So. Uh the knight the knights of smog says do you believe that the raid will have the newly introduced difficulty system that will reward n- new look like ornaments so you're no 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 it won't we uh we have it confirmed we have it confirmed uh that there is no difficulty settings for the raid there's one difficulty that's it rebel scum you rebel scum when I see that there are other vex themed sets that look way better in my opinion that makes me feel a bit crappy what 
I feel like the best looking armor should be reserved for the high level activities. Am I wrong? Would you rather see the set switched? I think the sets could get better. As you can see right here, crappy crummy armor from year one gets repurposed and then upgrades and looks better. And so when we look at the raid armor and it's crappy looking year one armor, it could go through a similar transformative process like we see here. Now, I want to get at the heart of your question. I feel that the best looking armor should be reserved for the highest level activities. I I find it hard to agree with this. I don't want somebody to feel like they look like a literal piece of garbage because they can't go run raids. I think raid armor should be unique and distinct to the activity so it's clear where it came from and maybe even offer intrinsic perks in that raid. But I don't want somebody running around looking like a literal trash can like they climbed out of a dumpster. Yep, I, uh, I got this set from the Vanguard for playing like 100 hours this season. It... It looks terrible. I mean, it, you're walking around looking like Pigpen and Charlie Brown. You know, you got like a dust cloud following you. I don't want to take this 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 idea too far. I know that best looking is subjective, Ochi, but I think there's a clear difference between a lot of some of like the blue sets, the dingy sets, the kind of like very plain, almost some sets look like you're wearing freaking clothes, and sets that look like armor crafted from the you know the body of a dinosaur or a spaceship or something like. There are clear differences between the quality and value points they attempt to hit with armor. So sure, it's subjective, but it would be very easy for them to be like, yeah, you're, it, it, <laughs> it's hard to feel good about your armor unless you run endgame stuff, you know. They don't have to look like a dumpster, but the armor on the Shadowkeep page looks great, and the armor in the raid is a reskin. This is where, this is where I think we've got it wrong i do think the stuff on the pages it, it looks awesome and that armor is in the book and i think that armor is also eververse armor and it looks amazing i don't think they're going to do that and throw reskin in the raid that's why i think that the raid armor is going to be upgradable Bertoff, do you feel having specific raid mods would be better as normal drops or rewards in the game than you could just throw on any armor you like this way in a sense, you're not limited to running raid armor if you don't want to. Well, that's the spirit of Bungie's decision, right? They want you to be able to wear whatever armor you want, and then as you get raid mods to drop in the raid, you can slot those into any armor piece that you want. Oh, thank you, J. Chris. You too. I would say... I would say here is... Oh, I just thought of something. I just thought of something, okay? What if... What if Pinnacle Gear had within it a more elaborate or broader transmog system hang with me here let's say you get a full raid set and because let's say i'm right and it's built like this system here and you can level it up and as you level it up you change its appearance to the ornamental appearance system what if they also said once fully leveled up you can apply any armor appearance to this armor so you can look however you want and the reason we're doing that is raid armor now comes with intrinsic bonuses or set bonuses. That, I think, is where I want to take the armor system. So if you're like, oh, that's not fair, you can transmog your armor to look like anything. Yeah, it's a full raid set and it's fully upgraded. This took me like half of the season to do. 
it should be stand apart it should have a more elaborate and a broader transmog system when they would do that Bungie then frees themselves up to say raid armor can have intrinsic raid perks again why we're not restricting you to raid armor you can make the armor look however the frick you want you want it to look like a set from the EDZ you want it to look like a set from the crucible go for it well that's not fair my armor can't do that but your armor can do it to a degree there's a transmog system there's an appearance tab right that's where I would take the armor if I was in charge pinnacle gear should be able to be taken up to a higher level that has more to it better stats better transmog system ship that yeah ship it uh, two months from Maverick 8 thank you I, I, if, if somebody had a problem with that I'd be like listen man we've been getting shortchanged on raid armor for like two years it's about time they start to make the end game gear far more appealing and far more uh, I- I- exciting if we're leaning into action MMO if we're leaning into RPG if we're leaning into depth and breadth that right there what I just outlined is exactly that it's exactly that. You can't keep having raid armor just be pre- like, oh, it's pretty and thematic from the raid, and it has a mod slot for raid for mo- for raid mods. Yeah, well, so does the Eververse armor. So does the armor from Eris. They all have that mod slot. You know, that's not enough. It's not enough. You know. Stormstriker, do you think they should have just given us the VOG with the- I don't know. No, 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 no. I would rather have reskinned Eververse armor than the VOG armor. Leave the VOG armor alone. It's in the VOG. It's Vault of Glass. It's, it's, no, leave it alone. Stop it. You guys keep suggesting this. Leave, leave the VOG armor alone. Get it out of here. No, not get it out of here, but don't, don't try and drag it out of there. It needs to stay there. That would be more of a disrespect to the armor in general, I think. Uh, Captain McFly was 17 months. Welcome back. Bumble 17. If your prediction is correct, could ornaments be unlocked via challenges to incentivize challenges? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Did someone gift me a sub? I might have done it earlier. I gifted subs to test it, and I think you might have gotten one. Um, Franchise says, what if the point of making the armor the most undesirable armor in Destiny history is to make you grind for a transmog version you really want, thus purposing the raid, D1 raid armor from Crota, and vault from Nightmare Chases. Oh my gosh. Oh, dude, I'm thinking about this. I like this. Okay. I just said leave Vogue behind, but oh man. You son of a gun. I like that. Ooh. So you're saying that a fully leveled up armor set could then be ornamented to look like Vogue armor as a celebration of the raid in the past. Dang it. Oh, that's not bad. I, oh, I still I still recoil. I'm like, no, Vogue armor should it should stay back there. I, oh, I like that though. Frick, that's good. They could do that. Oh, they could do that. Think about it. Shoot, this is a good idea. So they could do it with this raid because it's Garden of Salvation. It's Vex themed, and you could bring back all of the Vog ornament, like Vog armor, as ornaments. And then, if they do Taken Queen or a Taken, you know, whatever, you could do the same thing with Savathun's raid if she gets one. You could fully level it up, and then ornaments would open that look like the King's Fall. Frick, that's good. Oh shoot, that's good. I would love that. Oh, I would love that. I would love it even more if I could play those old raids in on PC. But oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. 
dang it. All right, now I want that. You just gave me a want that won't be satisfied. I know it. The Spicy Rice says, uh, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Uh, This is one of my favorite things people do. One of the arguments I'm hearing is, Bungie set a great example for reusing old armor sets during the Solstice event. Why can't they do the same thing for the raid? Using that as an example, I would say it's totally reasonable for Bungie to use year one gear as the base for a free event. But if you're playing for the raid, then players should expect new original content at entry level. I don't necessarily agree with that, but that's just a thought. Here's the thing. If this is it, and there's just ornaments attached to it, I'm disappointed for a variety of reasons, okay? Keep in mind, keep in mind, I am not the guy who gets on Bungie, calls them lazy, and is like, this is lazy, stop reskinning stuff, okay? I have been consistently asking for better loot in the raids, okay? And up to now... At the very least, you could say Scourge armor sets looked dope. Crown of Sorrows armor sets looked dope. It was the guns that were disappointing. You're taking away, like, the last bastion of reward from the raid if you're not expanding the perk pool or making the guns better, which we don't know if they're doing that, but they're also going to dumb down and neuter the armor motivation? Come on! That's, that's not, that's right in line with what I've been saying. It's like, make them, make them better. And this is a step back. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think the base armor is allowed to look like this. If I get it and know that it's level, I can level it up, you know? El Pinto Loco. Thoughts on no vendor refresh and no Vanguard Pinnacle? This makes strikes even more shallow. We don't know what the status of the Vanguard Pinnacle is. I don't know. Have they confirmed in a very explicit manner that there is no Vanguard Pinnacle? I, I thought we I, I thought we assumed that was omitted for a reason. Like there will be one, but maybe it's somewhere else or something. Um I don't know if they've if they've confirmed this you know, strongly. I already give a big long answer to the no vendor refresh. I basically said that I think they're going to be saving all those weapons and pools to be refreshed to bolster the seasonal content starting in the winter because that content's going to be very thin and they're going to try and bolster it as best they can. They said new light players won't have it. They said Crucible and Gambit Pinnacles and they said Vanguard and Crucible Pursuit Weapons. It's an auto mission to make. It is strange. We don't. I don't know if they've said anything, you know, explicit. Caltech says, "Do you think they are holding back some info about weapons?" I've been hoping so. Yes, Mr. Jekyll. Do you think that we will see factions come back, and if so, in what capacity? No idea, but I would love to come that, them to come back in a more permanent as well as rhythmic way. I've outlined how I think they should do that in other videos. B-Rush, do you think that they will bring back the setting that shows the damage each person has done after a boss we beat in a particular boss? And why do you think they changed that? Yeah, I don't know. I loved that. I loved, you know, finishing a, a raid and comparing dips and wrath. I personally would love to see it after every fight. Like, I feel like as soon as we leave the room, there could be like a little monitor or a little thing you could go hit that would show you everyone's stats. Um, you know how the screen goes kind of fuzzy and it shows you the scoreboard in the crucible and then it goes unfuzzy and the scoreboard goes away in when you're playing like round based, you know, crucible. Why not do that? We all we all go 
and open the chest or before we go open the chest the screen kind of goes fuzzy and a scoreboard shows up and just shows us our numbers here's your dps oh wow lono you were right that's really great oh wow lono you were really wrong your dps is way lower than everybody else's our loadout's better than yours oh cool that's important information all right cool and then i can back out of that menu if i want you can look at it for as long as you want and then we go and grab our uh, our stuff it probably cause toxic behavior hurt people's feelings listen I don't think giving damage numbers to raiders is going to cause toxic behavior or hurt people's feelings. If your feelings get hurt because your damage numbers are low in a Destiny raid, then you need to grow the frick up. Like, there's 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 more important things to get upset about. I just, what the frick are you doing? Like, while we're at it, let's take away everybody's gamer tag so when someone dies, we have no idea who died. Guardian, down. Who is it? I don't know. Speak up. Who's dead? I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want my feelings hurt. <laughs> Come on. Come on. We know who the weak links are. They die a lot. The guardian down. You're always rezzing them. They always have some excuse for why they're dying. It's never their fault, right? They never own it. We always have those people that we play with. Showing a DPS scoreboard is not going to make people get toxic. It's going to help troubleshoot. Yeah, dude, you thought spike nades were going to be it. You you know, we're going to be it. I used rockets. Uh, they're not buffing rockets to my knowledge, but let's just say they buff rockets. I tried rockets, you tried grenades, we killed the boss, let's compare damage numbers. Oh wow, I outdipsed you, we should all use rockets next time. Done. Just Junior says, hey Lono, do you think Vex Mythoclass will come back in this DLC? Um, the Isn't the exotic the rocket launcher? It could come back as the, as the mystery weapon. I think Luke made it sound like we are going to get a mystery quest and like the outbreak and the the whisper i could 100% see them that being yeah that being the secret quest 100% could be a random event we got to go beat it it's like the whisper and the outbreak perfected quest it's timed and then it would be oh it's the trace rifle i'm sorry i misspoke the exotic from the raid is the trace rifle i'm sorry um yeah i, I could see them doing vex and saving galley for later saving galley for another D- a dlc um, but we do have the data mined like rocket launcher components that you farm for, which could be what leads to the quest. Cause there's always like the, there's always like the mystery before we go into the room kind of a thing. Um, so, uh, XL Banes, do you know if old raid armor, for example, Leviathan, Eater of Worlds, as far as it will be updated to, yes, every earnable piece of armor will drop with 2.0. If you can earn it, it drops as 2.0. They said that, uh, Max Dragon. How do you feel about year one weapons being removed from the game until they get an update? Do do year one weapons have a place in the game in year three? I started playing D2 after Black Armory dropped. I have to admit, I always felt weird getting year one weapons with static rolls. Yeah, I would think that there, there needs to be something something as i said it's very dissonance to be i want you to imagine being a a, a new light player you're getting all kind of drops you're getting guns with static rolls guns with random rolls you're getting armor 2.0 drops um i just that's just freaking weird and confusing you know i don't know you didn't send a question yes you did you put exclamation point question does the just because you accidentally bumped enter (laughs) Uh, Dwice, Dw- oh, D, Dwice Ace, 50. 
Why can't they do strike-specific armor again? Seems like it could be a fun way to keep grinding old strikes. I think strikes should be a playlist-style grind, and you should be able to get bounties from Zavala that repeat like Ada's bounties. You can keep doing it. And I think you should be able to reset the bounty without going back to the tower, and that's how they would introduce strike-specific loot. There could be two guns a season in a full armor set, and you would just grab those bounties from Zavala before doing a, uh, a strike. Uh, menagerie plus Vogue mechanics? Not really a question. Mizuki Blue, I understand now that I used reskin too liberally, but based on your explanation, couldn't you say that this gear is just being repurposed as well? Uh, how would you differentiate repurposing old content versus gear? Genuinely curious, and I want to learn. Oh, me. I don't need... I don't know if I need to explain this to you. Um, so, when they re... I'm going to... Okay, let's just do it. When they repurposed the infinite forest, okay, the entire structure of the event changed. It was completely different there was a different boss fight a different culmination there was a loot system there was a mechanic there was there were things you were doing that was not the 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 system of the infinite forest up to that point in time okay now when you look at this piece of armor and you look at any other raid piece of armor what's the difference the difference is the appearance the stat rolls are going to be randomly rolled and they're going to have that mod slot for the raid mods. So the only difference is the appearance. So this raid loot's not being repurposed. It's not unique. It's not different. There's no, oh, because it looks like a Vex, it's going to have XYZ abilities. That's like not a thing. It's literally just, it, it's being reskinned. You're going to give us armor for the raid. Here's armor that you basically already have had before, and it's got a paint job. That's not the same as repurposing an event. I, I don't feel like I should have to explain that, but I just did. I feel like there's an enormous difference between the two. Completely changing the infinite forest in the haunted forest. Going from the haunted forest to the verdant forest. Different mechanics, different fights, different enemies, different bosses, different different way of experiencing the content. That's a helmet that looks like a helmet you already have. And it's got the exact armor 2.0 system that all other endgame gear is going to have. Ben Benador could they be making the raid more replayable by making the armor upgradable? I'm really hoping so. Uh, Monty Pilo, do you think that they took the opportunity with this raid specifically under the play the raid armor in an effort to highlight armor 2.0 without locking a very unique set behind the raid? Okay, do you think they took the opportunity with this raid specifically to underplay the raid armor in an effort to highlight armor 2.0 without locking very unique set behind it? I don't know why they would do that. After after. How many raids now have we basically said the loot's not good enough, Bungie? And they were like, oh, we're going to do you one better. We're going to dumb down the raid armor as an incentive. Like, that doesn't... I do not get why they would want to do that. Commander Tyke, what happened with Reckoning called Pinnacle PvE Activity? Do you think they should make a Pinnacle Activity or make them more accessible? Uh, Reckoning as a Pinnacle Activity is fine as a concept. The execution was terrible because it was built around, you know, exotics and that's not fun and that's why they had to retool it it's fine to have pinnacle activities i believe menagerie is a pinnacle activity heroic menagerie is a pinnacle activity with zero loot incentive um kapora can we keep our iron banner tokens for next season as far as i know uh seven electron didn't bungie say the trace rifle starts a legendary is upgraded to an exotic through the raid did they actually say that chat is that the way that the trace rifle is going to work? It's going to drop as a legendary and get upgraded to an exotic? I didn't. I don't remember hearing this or seeing this anywhere. 
I don't think that's true. Lucky Logan Lies is saying yes. Fest SPS is saying yes. It was on Twitter. Nope. Fake Reddit post. I don't know. HFK Eagle saying fake Reddit post. That doesn't sound... That's really odd. I don't know. I want to see concrete proof of this. Um, Because multiple people are saying it was confirmed. We need a source. Yeah, we need a source. If this is in fact true, this lines up with the armor behaving the same way. Leveling up the armor. Pretty sure that was from a Reddit troll that just kept saying fake stuff. Loaded toast with a brand new Prime sub. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. Enjoy ad-free viewing on the channel. A lot of folks have used their Twitch Prime sub today. Thank you. If you've got a Twitch Prime sub, you can use it here and get ad-free viewing on the channel as well as a bunch of great emotes. We're going to have some Borderlands 3 emotes, I think starting next week, to lead up to Borderlands 3's launch. Life hack for you with another Prime sub. Thank you. Um... Game Shimmy. Do you think that there could be a danger with the, the make your own build? Uh, it could be get a nerf. I'm worried about this because of what happened in Division 1 and 2 where they made adjustments to the armor and stuff and it just sort of stuffed it. Uh, do you think Bungie has to have to find a balance? Okay, they've actually spoken to this in a roundabout way. Right? They've actually spoken about this in a roundabout way. They made it sound like the more experimental, more meta-dominating, more meta-influencing perks and stuff would come from the artifact, and that lets them experiment with how strong they can let us get, and then if it's too much, they can dial it back next season on the artifact, and they're not nerfing your precious weapons. This is right in line with my sentimentality about Gambit and invading with a relic. If the relic's too strong, they could nerf the relic and not your precious weapons or your precious supers. So... I think they could do something very, very similar here and basically say, hey, you know, we're, we're, we're giving you this, all this cool stuff. Now, if you're concerned about them saying, oh, you created a build where your discipline and your strength and all these things are firing really, really strong, and that's too strong, here's what they can do that would not necessarily be them reaching in and nerfing your exotic or your favorite weapon or your favorite build. Right now... Intellect can only go only go up to a hundred, and that's true for all stats. Those hundred level stats can be reached without mods. You can get to a hundred intellect, which means you've got your super regeneration as fast as possible. And in addition to that, you could do heavy lifting or hands-on, which would also give you increased super energy from melee kills or, or heavy weapon kills, okay? If you get to 100, they've done test runs with that. They've done experimentation to see, okay, is that too fast? Is that too, you know, or how's that affecting PvP? How's that affecting, you know, hard PvE content? Now, let's say they conclude that certain builds, like my Genji Jolly Rancher build, ah, oh, it's too strong. You're getting your super too often. Well, they, they can... They can soften that build, but not murder it. They could say, okay, we're going to make the payout of super energy from hands-on, get depreciating returns if it's used too close to itself. So then I've got to spread out my knife trick throws. Now, they're not murdering my build, but it's a lot easier for them to look at that and say, okay, the, the turnover of super energy there is a little too great. It's, it's, it's messing with our testing that we did on somebody at max intellect getting their super back. It's messing with the interval of blade barrage showing up. We got to tone that down in PVE. So the super energy payout from hands-on, if you're using it rapidly, it starts to go down. Now... I could still play that way and it wouldn't be that upsetting. But that's not the same as murdering your exotic or murdering your gun. Uh, Last Year Romance says, isn't the armor just rehashed Leviathan gear, so why is this any different? Crown of Sorrow? 
Are you saying Crown of Sorrow is rehashed Leviathan gear? I don't know what Leviathan gear you're looking at, but no. I don't I don't think so. Um, so no, they've not done this before. Leviathan Raid Layer 1 to Raid Layer 2 did a reskin. We accepted that because that was more raid content that we were accustomed to getting. We were accustomed to getting one raid a year. The raid layer concept was a new concept, and it was kind of like, yeah, the layers themselves have their own armor set, and they look different depending on which one you do. Um, It is for the Warlock armor, at least. I saw someone say that about Levy and Crown of Sorrow on Twitter. They look similar in aesthetic, but they aren't reskins. Yeah, this sounds like a stretch. I feel like this this would be more of a point of animated gifs and photoshop comparisons on reddit and i've not seen that we'll make a comparison once q a is done are we going to be able to save our callus tokens and buy armor 2.0 day one for shadow keep i have no idea how they're going to handle this i'm going to be able to buy so much freaking stuff from the vendors i don't know if that's what they're going to do i don't know if they're going to say hey for just for this season armor 2.0 is only going to drop from world drops not from uh you know purchasable ingrams you know, I don't know. I honestly don't know how they're going to handle it. I just, I, I, I would think that they'd be okay with that. And then they would say NPCs are going to drop you armor with stats and stat totals that are inferior to if you go and play Leviathan. That if you're just running a public event or an adventure or a strike, those armor pieces will have better stats. They've already kind of given us the impression they can control how high the stats are. The stats that you get on armor from the season pass, for example, whether it's a free armor piece or a piece for somebody who owns Shadowkeep, those armor pieces that drop from completing that are going to be low stats. They're not going to have the same stats as drops from the world or drops from the actual activities. So I would think if you go run to, you know the NPC uh, Benedict and you just dump him full of tokens you can get armor 2.0 Leviathan gear but the stats are probably going to be lower so and we're going to keep talking and discussing this I actually want to do a comparison of the Leviathan armor and the Crown of Sorrows armor but that's going to be the last question if you're listening live right now and you've enjoyed this this is like a podcast segment it's interactive I do these almost every day please click that follow button if you haven't done so already that is a free way to support me that's a little heart button if you're listening or watching in any of your locations you can always come in live and take part of these because whenever Q&A is over we keep talking as always please like share and subscribe